now got two trillion dollar uh, deficits uh, with no end in sight. Uh, we've got our debt to GDP uh, going up. We've got open borders with eight million people coming over. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know that the country, frankly, is prepared for four more years of that because uh, those things all poll very negatively. So I, I can't uh, really project, you know, what, what would happen. everybody. I'm Tom. I'm Bear. And we are the Young Refined Guys. Two guys who know a little bit about a lot of things, don't know a whole lot about one particular topic. I do know that my voice sounds like shit. I'm it sorry. does. You're, and I'm not um, 100% either, so uh, you're I'm, I'm carry, better than you. You're going to carry this load. <laughs> do with that information as you will. <laughs> hey, I'll carry a lot for you, but you know. Yeah, well, maybe if I put it in a, in a plastic baggie. <laughs> okay. Look, look, we packed you lunch. Um, so that was the Blackstone CEO talking at Davos this week. Not BlackRock. Not BlackRock. No, okay. no, no. Blackstone. Uh, it's, it's another one of those. Another investment firm. Uh, they're talking about um, where we are in the United States and how shitty things seem to be. And he's not wrong. No. He's not wrong. So Davos has uh, happened this last week. Uh, that's basically the uh, it's the World Economic Forum goes and all the billionaires and they get together and they plan our demise. Yeah. Well, and they 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 all fly on their private jets. Yeah. Some six or eight thousand of them. I don't know how many. <laughs> they fly to Davos, Switzerland, on their private jets, and then talk about how bad us plebs are yeah and how we are bad for the environment and and we're bad on the economy while apparently. they fly their private jets <laughs> individually yeah. and notice what's her name's not showing up there telling them how dare you now that was last <laughs> two years ago how dare you what's her name greta Greta thornberg thorn in my sideberg yeah pain in my asshole <laughs> Like a 16-year-old? Well, and she originally, when she came to the, the United Nations, she did come over on a boat that was wind, Coal and, powered? wind and snow. Oh, it was really? wind, wind and solar power. So she was walking the walk at that time. But now that she's uh, famous, mm-hmm. <laughs> she she is taking public transportation and private jets. To and trains, all, yeah. It, it, all over to do her, her speaking engagements. So she's now not walking the walk. She's part of the problem. How in the world? Did she's, a, she's hypocritical. What how she in the world did a 16-year-old girl with no real formal education become, become the the voice of, I hate to use the term reason, <laughs> but become some critically acclaimed expert on telling us what to do? Right. And up for awards and, and a Nobel Prize. Prize let me just for stoop, climate change. Let me stoop to her level for a minute. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> You're not the boss. The fuck out of here, <laughs> crazy woman. Look, I, I get it. Everybody's got their thing, but you know, we 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 talked about this on last week's one of last week's episodes. They're talking about reducing carbon when carbon is what's needed for 
all life. Right. What? Yeah. So when they, like we said, between the lines, they want to. When they say reducing carbon, yeah. you're the carbon they want to reduce. Yeah. We are it. That's why they keep putting out viruses. Think about this. <laughs> Think about yeah, no shit, right? We'll talk about that here in a second. I got this great article. No, I say great very loosely. Anyway, think about this for a second. <clears throat> Sorry about that. They are hell bent on getting rid of farting cows. Yeah, because they're to, evil. To decrease the carbon and methane emissions. But nobody's saying fuck all about coal-fired power plants yeah, at all. And those right. are what's causing, quote-unquote, all these bad things. Right. But instead, let's go after the cows. This isn't about climate change. No. This is about human change and human control. And if you think otherwise, you have bought into their trap. Right. Uh, it just doesn't. Uh, I mean, up the road we have Greeley, which is a smell in Colorado. Um, yeah, that, that's actually a smell. <laughs> oh, God, it smells like Greeley. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's other cities around the country, especially in the Midwest, yeah, that have feedlots right. for meatpacking plants. And yes, they stink. So they're saying that that smell, and you're, you're inhaling methane and you're inhaling all these other ammonia, all, all these other really bad chemicals, which isn't untrue. Mm hmm. But <laughs> coal-fired power plants. I've been out to some of the the power plants. You know, I had a job briefly where I I was part of environmental waste, which mm -hmm. is you know we would go and we'd clean up the power plants every six months or whatever it was. You know, make sure that they were running clean, right? And that was more dangerous than being at a feedlot. Standing there at the power plant was more dangerous to sit there and inhale right. the fly ash and the other stuff that's coming in from these plants. So you're right. The the plants are still they're running cleaner than they have and ever have. Right. But they're still producing a lot of. I just want our listeners to very when very... there's a clean energy we can be using exactly. and we refuse to nuclear, nuclear, yeah, fusion. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. I, I just want our listeners to be aware that they're going after Germany right now has their farmers on a complete revolt. They are up in arms. Oh, yeah. Dutch. Du the the Dutch yeah. mm -hmm. are having the same issues because in Ireland as well. They're trying to shut down these beef and cattle farms, and the farmers are not having it. No. But we aren't seeing that on our news because that doesn't fit with the narrative. And so they want to crush the beef industry, the yeah. cattle industry. That doesn't produce nearly the emissions that coal-powered plants produce. But they're not going after the coal-powered plants as harshly. They're going after our food supply. Yeah. Ask yourself, why are they going after our food supply? For the same reason that when a budget crisis comes up, they want to cut military pay. They want to cut Social Security pay. They want to stop making the payments to the social programs that people rely on when they won't take their own pay cuts. Right. They won't, you know, this is all about control. And the WEF along with the WHO and along with the UN and all of these other Alphabet. Alphabet, <laughs> or, or whatever they are. Entities. Entities. 
are trying to change. Uh, the the Secretary General of I think that's what they call that dude, isn't it? Secretary General, of the, Director General of the World Health Organization. I can never say his name. Um, his first name is Tedros. 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 His last name starts with a G, and it's, forget it. I yeah. lose it after that. So he spoke. So and, Teddy G. Yeah, Teddy G. Teddy G. I like <laughs> it. So Director General Teddy G spoke at Davos and the WEF this last week and has called on countries to sign on to the health organization's pandemic treaty so that the world can prepare for disease X. Hmm. Sounds like they're already prepared for this disease. Um, they're basically telling us what's coming. Yeah. Teddy G was t talking it, again at the World Economic Forum in Davos Wednesday. He said he hoped that countries would reach this pandemic uh, agreement by May to address this, quote, common enemy. I want to point out something real quick. Please. <clears throat> WHO is at the WF. That's a little fishy. I want to say WTF. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this whole this whole disease X BS is a hypothetical placeholder is what they're calling it. Oh, well, they did the same thing if you correct. If you if you watch the videos of uh I think it was in 06 or 08, one of those two. Uh this lady who was a huge um biochemist said to Jesse Ventura I I have to pull that clip up, but um she said um no they're planning on this to happen right before an election and she was talking about COVID. 10 days before Donald Trump was inaugurated, Anthony Fauci oh, yeah. was speaking to some group and said, this administration incoming will face a pandemic. pandemic yeah. Foreshadow much? <laughs> it's kind of so, like what, what they're telling us right yeah, here. This is what's going to happen. This disease X hasn't been formed yet. No, we're waiting, for everybody, we're waiting for everybody to sign this, this, this yeah. treaty. So that we can release Disease X. So what is this treaty? What's involved in this treaty? A lot. Basically, anybody, any country that agrees to this treaty agrees to give over control of their country and their sovereignty to the WHO in the event that the WHO decides there is a health emergency. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> See, I think we've got this thing. Uh, it's like, I don't know, some weird piece of paper. Yeah. It's like a constitution or something. And, uh, and Bill writes. Pretty yeah. sure you can't do that. Now, the Biden administration's contemplating it, and it sounds like they're going to sign it. They're trying to negotiate a few things. But if the Biden administration signs this, is there going to be lawsuits? I'm sure of it. Will those lawsuits put on hold this treaty or will the treaty stand while it goes through? I think as soon as we, we, as soon as the, the treaty signed, they're going to, the WHO is going to boom. Here's, here's disease X. I think you're right. And you, now you, you're shut down. So Rose, you, you guys can fight about it all you want, right. but we're going to, you've already you signed down. the treaty. So Roseanne Barr and Michael Malice, Michael Malice is a, uh, an anarchist who uh, I never thought I'd find myself aligning with an anarchist. <laughs> He's got some great points. 
But anyway, uh, they're good friends, and they had a bet. They have a bet going right now, $1,000 bet, that Roseanne's convinced there will not be a an election. Now, there were some clarifications made about that, that it won't be a traditional election that won't be in person at all. I don't know why she would think that. This bet was made about five or six months ago. And all of a sudden, I'm reading the news this last week going, what does she know? Yeah. Why would she have said it that way? And all I can think is what you just alluded to, that if this gets signed and the who immediately goes, oh, shit, disease X is upon us. We're going to court somehow or another to to rule this unconstitutional. Meanwhile, we're shut down because the who decided that we all had to be in our homes and locked down again. Right. And what else comes from it? Well, the who's in charge, not the United States government. So the who part of this treaty is also about communication, mis and disinformation and all of that stuff. Well, guess where you and I are going to end up? We're going to be shut down. We're going to be on a shit list. Yeah. Because they aren't going to like what we have to say. No. And many what we've people, been saying. You're right. Many people who are on the same page as we are or that we're on the same page of, however you want to look at that, they're going to be shut down or severely throttled because part of this treaty would take away our, our First Amendment. That First Amendment right. Yeah. That Second Amendment Right. No, good luck. Think about this, folks. <laughs> this could create... Molan Lobby. Correct. <laughs> this could create a, a situation whereby the government and the quasi-government of the WHO, who would have, allegedly have control... And jurisdiction over us. Well, and I think but, I read in, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I think I read in that whole thing, the, the, the agreement that the UN would now become the police force. Correct. And so our military would be handcuffed. Yep. Our law enforcement would be handcuffed. The UN would come in as the enforcers. Then what? Yeah. It'll be really difficult for, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it would be really difficult for United States military to come in and enforce certain unconstitutional mandates onto their people. Right, because they swore oath. Because they swore an oath, and most of them, most of our military men and women, I believe, would abide by that. There's a few higher-ups that wouldn't, but... Well, and there's some subordinates that would... Right. So, so how do they swerve around that? Well, they bring the UN in exactly. as peacekeepers... And now they're the enforcement law. They're people from all over the world. Right. They don't give a shit about us. No. So they'd come in and potentially... Invade? Invade or <laughs> try and steal your shit. Try to take away your Second Amendment. Try to take away... You know, all your, all your all of your constitutional rights. Right. You, granted to you by being a citizen of the United States. I do States. not want anybody taking my boomsticks. No. Yep. Just don't want it to happen. But... Could it get worse? Could it create a situation where there's civil conflict? Now there's fighting in the streets. Right. And then when does China or some other entity say, we've got to control this problem in the United States? Yeah. And then they hit our power grid. Or they, um, maybe it's not. 
that. Maybe it's a solar flare. Maybe, uh, yeah. I mean, there's right. any of these things that could happen <clears throat> that would create a crisis in this country. Right. There's so many things that could happen. I'm and concerned about <clears throat> war is one. Um, civil war is another. But then you got where they shut down your power because you know of our coal-powered right um, power plants. That you know, we got to shut that down for a while so we can get the air clean. You know that mm-hmm. this is too much power we're giving to an outside organization. Plain and simple. I'm concerned about the folks like you and I, and I believe you have a about a fifty percent of people like you and I who are going to speak out, who are going to say, "Huh." Uh, that are gonna end up in prison. That we're going to end up silenced. Yeah. That we're going to end up restricted. How far would they go? How ready are you, figuratively, for something like that to happen? Will you just go along? Not me. No. You won't. I won't. Will others? I think they would. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a lot of people that are you know talking big game that are gonna back back out back what, down because that's what happened for the first pandemic right they, they there was a lot of people who were like this is bullshit oh i gotta do what okay i i still remember thinking all through my history when they taught history in high school thinking to myself how in the hell do you get a country to just allow what happened in world war ii to happen with the holocaust and all of that and I could never wrap my head around it. And then the, the, the pandemic came and I went, oh, that's how. Yeah. Because it was just like that, that the pro-abortion people were screaming at the top of their lungs, my body, my choice, unless, of course, it involves a vaccine that I demand you take. Yeah. Follow the science. Oh, but don't question the science. Right. Well, isn't that what science is? Well, and the, to go into the future from when that started, from those those conversations, you go into the future to where we are now, and you realize that the, their science has proven them wrong. Over and over. But yet they still hold their ground. They're still sticking to it. Yeah. And everybody knows it's bullshit. Right. How? We're at a point now, we, we've talked about, I hate using the term preparedness, but I used to make jokes about, preppers yeah right and just about yeah we've had this conversation before just about the time of the pandemic i went oh man like i still don't understand the toilet paper hoarding (laughs) i just don't i never will (laughs) but i still toilet paper hold hoard (laughs) but i I don't i if you are just talk about being ready if you're just yeah (laughs) if you're just trying to be ready that's one thing but Hey, we're going to lock down for a while. And it wasn't even, we hadn't hit the lockdown no, point yet. They were they were floating the possibilities of people being yeah. stuck at home, that the stay-at-home order would happen. And toilet paper is one one of the things. What was kind of left where nobody talked about it was the milk and eggs and bread. Right. That, it, was, that was hoarded too. And those are the staples that everybody needs. The weirdest part, though, is with the you know the like you said the staples, the the milk, the the eggs, stuff like that. But there were plenty of other foods. Oh yeah, left on the shelves. But damn it, you're not going to find any paper products. No, I'm still floored by that. However, I started to see how that thing started to play out, and I thought, look. 
this, let's just pretend <laughs> that COVID was a test run. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend. I, it I think was it a was. small scale test run for something bigger that's in the works. Yeah. Just so everybody's aware, just last week, idiot scientists in China created a new strain of COVID. Oh, yeah, because we needed that. That has a 100% <laughs> kill rate in mice. Hmm. Why the fuck are you messing around with this COVID thing? Well. Leave it alone. Yeah. Considering we have kill treaties everybody. throughout the whole world for not messing with biological. We sure keep catching our governments messing with biologics. Yeah. Nobody holds them accountable, though. No. And that's our fault. Well, did you hear about the, the Chinese owned um lab in LA that they found? Yeah. No documentation, no licensing, just there. Yeah. In a in an abandoned uh warehouse. warehouse. Yeah. yeah. And they still you know, they've never come out and told us all the stuff that they found. <gasps> no. They haven't told us what was in there. No. Well no, they don't want us to know what was in there. <laughs> Betcha it was pretty bad. Yeah. But we're not gonna know because we're too Sensitive to know. <laughs> I, I, We're too uh, stupid. Listen, this is kind of what they're saying. I used to say, I used to call people conspiracy theorists quite a bit until the pandemic. Right. And all of a sudden, I heard, oh, they're going to push vaccine passports. No, they're not. That's stupid. No, they, oh, shit. Vaccine passports. <laughs> they're going to push mandatory vaccine. No, they're not. Oh, shit. Yeah. Briefly, oh, they're going to lock us down. Briefly, while that whole thing was going on as a truck driver, briefly they were talking about setting up checkpoints at every state for for, for truck for truckers to prove they're vaccinated before you could come into a state. When you hit the the way station when you first come into the state, right? They would check your papers. Papers, papers, please. Papers. <laughs> so they would check your papers to see if you were vaccinated before you could continue on in their state. There was rumors of that. The and truckers were the first ones to stand up and say. You're not forcing vaccines on right. us. We'll shut it down. Yeah. But if you went to Canada and you were a trucker, you were screwed. They shut oh, yeah. your bank they, accounts they, down. They yeah. did it all. They took your money. Yeah. Took your money out of your bank account. Yeah. Because they wanted to. And and if you, it was, was not just because the government wanted to. If you spoke up against the government in Canada about the vaccines and, the, and all the mandates and stuff, they closed you down and took all your money. And they still haven't given most of that back. No, and they probably won't. Yeah. And this is where they want us to go. Oh, yeah. That's where they're trying to push us. It's funny how we're talking about this, losing money, losing bank accounts. I just got a text message. You're negative? No. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe. For for herpes, anyway. Um, I have I'm signed up to this text alerts uh, for this. And they don't sponsor us, so do with this what you will. Place that uh, it's called Four Patriots. Okay. I just got a text message. That's funny that it happens right now. Right? <laughs> and it did. You saw me pick my phone up. Yeah. It says, listen up. If you want free survival food after the dangerous Vortex Artex. As Arctic well as, Vortex. Yes, that's what he called it. <laughs> as well as the political uncertainty, people are rushing to get their hands on this. Buy a four-week food kit. Get two weeks free. Deal. That's a good deal. Once it's gone, who knows when they might bring it back. But why? Listen, people say, oh, you're, you're going to the prepper world. No, no. Mm -hmm. Think about this for a second. How many times in your lifetime 
Did you fall on hard times? Oh, geez. There's got to be at least uh, two hands full. At times. least, right? You know, ten times at least. Where you were wondering if you were going to be able to put food on the table for the family. Right. So after the, the pandemic, I started thinking, this isn't the last time that's going to happen. No. This is going to happen again, and it's probably going to be on a bigger scale. If it doesn't happen as a pandemic, they're going to do something else. Something else. else. Yeah. Or, God forbid, you know, there's been a lot of solar activity on the sun in the last three months. And they've been sending... Good good place for solar activity. Right. But it's been rushing down here and smacking (laughs) up some of our stuff. And you you listen to some people and the poles are going to shift and all of this stuff. I think they already started. Yeah. That creates all of this uncertainty in the electronics world. If we get hit with a big enough solar hit that wipes out our power grid... Studies have been done that say that within the first year, 90% of the population will be dead. Right. 90% because they weren't ready. And they don't want to listen to people like us who are saying you should probably be a little ready. Right. Well, and, and look, if, if, you buy, if you buy this prepper, quote unquote, prepper foods, and it, look, it lasts 25 years. Yeah. If you never use it, great. But if you fall on hard times where you, you lose your job or something happens and you, you need to eat, you got food. And you got food to be able to yeah, survive. To, right? to get you through, yeah. To get you through. And that's what most people are going to die because then they, they don't have nutrition. No, well, and if, if there's solar issues, the EMP that shuts down electricity – your grocery stores, your convenience stores, everything is going to be done. They're, you know, they're going to be closed. They'll probably be looted, too. Well, yes, that is absolutely true. But there's only enough food and stuff in, in these box stores and grocery stores for, I think, somebody did an estimate, for three days. Really? Yeah. If wow. If you take your neighborhood right. and you think about the store that's right down the street, um, that grocery store could only feed that area for, for three days. Wow. I didn't, I, I, that, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. And there's only enough gasoline in, in your gas stations, which by the way, if you lose power, gas gonna, pump's not going to work. Right. Well, there's ways around that, but sure. there's only enough gas in those gas stations for, if you go at a full pace for a day and a half, two days. Yeah, those tanks underground don't hold. Well, if you pay attention, if, if you pay attention to your local gas station, your corner uh, convenience store, they get deliveries every day, right? Of gasoline every day because they don't hold. All they don't hold gas. that much because yeah. they're not allowed to because of the neighborhoods that they're in and the EPA and the, well, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, regulations. Fuck those guys. <laughs> um, it, it, why are we talking about this? Well, because. Shit's getting weird. Yeah. There's stuff going on at our border. Our border's just wide open. The the division that's in the country of this person and that person running, you know, people hate each other. The administration that is currently in charge is actively pursuing criminally their political adversaries. Yeah. Not just Donald Trump. But others, look at these January Sixers who some of them needed to be punished. Yes, we've said that before. But most of these people that are currently 
awaiting trial or who have recently pled, bullshit. Right. It's just absolute bullshit. And we're at a situation point right now. I hope we're wrong. The the bulk of the people that were at the Capitol on January 6th, the bulk of the people were exercising their First Amendment right. Right. Well, if you look just last week, the uh, there was a Palestinian protest. That, yeah. Pro-Palestinian protest in front of the White House where they were throwing, I don't know exactly what, but they were throwing a lot of things at the White House. They broke the fence down. They were pissed. Yeah. Nobody got arrested. Nobody. No charges. Nothing. That was at the president's house. Yeah. We've talked about that. And he wasn't I, there. Of course, <laughs> it doesn't he matter. He's always on vacation. <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, but, if it's Biden or if it's Trump or yeah. whoever. That's, that is a major no-no. They, I screamed about it when they didn't charge anybody when Trump was there. And I'm screaming about it now that they didn't charge anybody when Biden was there. Right. Oddly enough, it was the same two groups, basically. Same people, anyway. Well, I found out, was it a couple days ago, that a big push of the people that were there were BLM Weird. people. Weird. Weird. The same people that did the Summer of Love. Mm-hmm. I always wondered how that term came to be. Summer of Love. I don't know. Some smart-ass news anchor. I'm yeah. Sure of <laughs> one, of, one of us. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know it's, it, it's, it's fascinating when you were talking about gasoline. <clears throat> um, and p- people, you know, go out, oh, I got a generator. I got a generator. You got enough gas for that generator? You have about 500 gallons of gas yeah. for that generator? Because it takes about a half a gallon and a half a day to run a big-sized generator. Yeah, for a diesel generator. It yeah. will power your, your home. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. And you're going to need a lot. That's why that company, Generac, is, is really, after the pandemic, they've really sold a lot. Generac? It, Generac. Oh, so there's a company that you, you, you've probably seen the commercials just don't realize it. They, they, You can buy a generator from them that can hook to your house's natural gas. Oh, really? But. Power how, grid goes down. Power grid goes down. It. Your natural gas uh, pumps are shut off. Bye-bye. Yeah, you're not going to have natural gas. You're not going to have electricity. You're not going to have anything. You can also hook them up to propane, which is one thing you can get if yeah. you're out in the boonies and here in the state, in our state. And most other places they do have out in the country, if you will, mm-hmm. have houses with that run on propane. Sure. You can hook up the Generac generator to a propane tank and then, to your propane lines. And then you have a generator for... Tell you a minute until you run on a propane, yeah. So I guess we just lead into it. Yeah, go for it. That you're you're going to need a generator. Mm-hmm. Gas isn't going to be a great option because you don't know how long that grid's going to be down. You don't know if it's permanent. You don't know how long you're going to have in propane for those who, who have the ability to have propane. They're not going to have a lot. So what do you do? Thankfully. Go and loot and get all the gas you can. Absolutely. Um, well, you won't be able to get the gas unless you siphon it out of the hole in the ground. Which uh, isn't, I, w- I would just hijack one of the tanker trucks. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> park it out in front of my house. Um, I would park <laughs> it in the back because people are going to be scared out of that. Um, I don't know when these came to be. I didn't really know anything about them until about two years ago. These battery packs. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a generator. It's a solar-powered generator. But all it is is a great big battery pack. It is. That you can charge up over and over again. 
And depending on the size of the generator you get, the battery pack you get, based it determines how much you can run off of it. So, for instance, I have a small one that I could power a fan. Um, I could probably power this board that's running running our show right now. Um, and I could, you know, charge a phone or whatever. Not that the phone's going to do any good. But I, it's small enough that it'd, it'd charge a few things. Okay. And, you know, I can recharge it. I also have a big enough one that will run the refrigerator, the freezer, microwave, and uh, AC if you needed it um, for a couple hours, at least four or five, six hours. But if it's solar, you just toss that bitch out in the yard. The panels. Charge it up. Yep, charge the panels up. You're good to go. You can buy these things anywhere, and they're some of them get pretty costly. Yeah, they're not super cheap. But there's some that are pretty affordable. You know, I know Jackery. Yeah. Jackery. Uh, and look, we, we're not affiliated with any of these people that we're talking about. I want to be clear on Yet. that. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> but these are the people that we know have these things, and we know their quality. Jackery's got great um, solar batteries, solar generators. Okay. For Patriot yeah. has a generator pack that's incredible. And that's a monster one, if I remember correctly. It's a big one, yeah. Um, like, you could power your whole house with this thing. How many panels does that come with, do you know? Um, I, it comes with your microphones th- on. <laughs> two or three, I think. I think it's two. We're just going to start calling her PK. <laughs> you can speak now. I know. I've just been listening to the conversation, <laughs> waiting for when I need to throw some stuff in there. Well, that would have been, been a good time. That would have been a good time to throw some stuff in there. So it comes with two panels. And that'll that'll power your entire house ish. I, I think they got a bonus for their regular generator. It comes with two panels, and if you get one of their mini ones, there's a third one, so you can hook all three of them together. And the cool part about these panels is so like twelve thousand watts or something like that, or something like that. Yeah, they're insane. You can go to you know Home Depot or Lowe's or I think even Harbor, Harbor Freight. Freight and buy a panel. Yes, that you can hook. Yeah. To this as well. So you don't have to buy their $175 panel. You can go to Harbor Freight or wherever and buy a you know, a $75 75, panel, yeah. and it'll do the same thing for you. Yeah. And so why would you need that? Well, look, how many times have you been in Colorado? We know for sure it happens. Florida, it happens a lot. The eastern seaboard gets it frequently, where the power goes out for a couple hours because... The wind's blowing, the weather turned it, thunderstorm, whatever. Hurricane, Hur- tornadoes. Well, yeah, hurricanes on the East Coast for sure. What is it going to hurt to have power while nobody else does? Yeah. It's just going to keep things moving a little smoother for you. Yeah, you're over here at your house jamming on MTV yeah, whatever. playing some music. Well, MTV <laughs> doesn't play music anymore. <laughs> Well, and your neighbors are going, well, he's having a party. How does yeah, he have lights? he got lights? <laughs> um, it's not a bad deal, and, and it goes even further to the the freeze-dried foods and the and the well, preparedness. Before we move on to that, I was want to talk about the, the generator from Four Patriots. I don't think it can power your whole house, but it will definitely power the essential sure. stuff that you have, like your refrigerator, freezers, Um Stuff like that, you know, and and you can also easily plug in and plug out like your washer and dryer if you needed to wash clothes. That's you a know? great idea. I didn't think about that. You know, you 
Of course, you want to have water. You don't want to have everything on there right? because it'll drain that battery pretty quick. But, you know, you find your necessities and you plug them in and like your refrigerator because that's sure. the biggest one is to keep your food fresh and, right. and, and safe. Um, but you can unplug lights to do your wash. Mm-hmm. And, and in the daytime, you don't need lights. You know? True. And, and look, you know, a lot of people, especially in today's world, oh, I got to have air conditioning. I got to have air conditioning. Do yeah. you? I mean, it's nice. It, it is. It, it's, nice. It, it's definitely a luxury. It's not necessary. How many years? I mean, look, AC's only been around for about 65, 70 years. If that, yeah. How many years prior to that did nobody have AC? Well, it was funny that you bring this up. It, is the house that we rented while we were in Paducah for my oh. brother didn't have an AC. It had ceiling fans throughout the whole house, but it did not have an AC. I've learned. I don't know how fun that would be in the summer down there, but you know. Well, so I've learned that in in humid environments, not necessarily further south, but especially in the Midwest, that it, it's miserable with that humidity. But if you have airflow moving, yeah, it definitely gives you some relief. A lot, a lot of relief. And you know, look, I, especially in the Midwest, you can't have a swamp cooler. It no, will do absolutely nothing for you. That's actually doing worse. Yes, it, it just screws <laughs> things up worse. But, you know, if you've you already got, have the swamp, you just need the right, cooler Right, you just need the cool part. <laughs> if you've got fans moving throughout, it certainly helps. Well, and as small as that house was, I, I just the ceiling fans would make a huge difference. And it did when we were in the master bedroom, mm-hmm. having the ceiling fan on, and the the furnace was blowing, and the, the ceiling fan was moving the warm air. Around. Right. So it was it was really actually kind of too much. It's funny, especially with us growing up in Colorado, where we're used to having furnaces, we're used to having air conditioning, we're used to having those things. Uh, when you go into a, a rental, like, you know, an Airbnb in Florida, and there's no furnace even in the house. No. Nothing. They right? don't need a furnace there. Well, <laughs> it's funny, though, because you hear about, especially people who've never left Florida, when it gets to 65, 60 degrees, they start like, oh, I need a jacket. Yeah, they're, they're bundled up pretty big. <laughs> well, I know for a fact that it, sometimes it can get down to 40. Yeah, yeah, we've been there. How do they stay warm then? We, we I'm going to tell a quick story. We were broke down in Orlando area um, in October, December, something like that. And it was... For them, it was super chill, super cold. You know, for, it was like 55, 60 degrees was the, the high. Mm-hmm. And there was some wind and stuff. But on this one particular day, we decided to go airboat riding. Oh, boy. Go, go on an airboat. And it was funny because when we went, it was like 50 degrees, which was kind of chilly for that area. Sure. And it was, everybody looked at us like we were fucking crazy for going on an airboat in that time of year. Us Colorado folks nice. are. We had it all to ourselves. Yeah, uh, we did. Us Colorado <laughs> folks are unique in that we will do some stuff in some weird weather. <laughs> well, it wasn't that cold. Right. I mean, to be honest, well, 50, when we were, 55 is. To, to be honest, when we were on the boat, it was a little nipple. A little chilly. Like, we were a little chilly. wind. But, yeah. yeah. But it was like, man, I'll survive this. 55 <laughs> to us is a beautiful fall day. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> Early spring. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it, it just, it, it, it I, I thought it was hilarious that they didn't have furnaces. I was like, how do you stay? I mean, I know you guys have some cold days. Yeah. How do you stay warm? <laughs> Blankets, yeah. hoodies, jackets, and space heaters. Yeah. Some of them have fireplaces, which is still weird to me. Yeah. 
How would you have a? I get, I get having a fireplace, you know, further up north a little bit where you wouldn't have a furnace, but it's just weird. <laughs> In South Florida. However, yeah. I would like to say that at some point, our we have delusions of grandeur. You and I. Do we? Uh, oh fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, we would like to to get to a point where we're able to do this as a career. Oh yeah, that's not right. A delusion. I'm well, you know, I'm being somewhat facetious, snarky. <laughs> I like that word, snarky. But I sure as hell, you know, I don't want to stay in Colorado. I know. I'm, I love the state, but oh, I, and I, I will fight for it as long as I possibly can. But I think it's already gone. <laughs> I mean, still beautiful, it, and it's not even the politics. I'm just personally done with the cold. So Every I'm year, not there yet. I, 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 mine's the politics. Well, that that, that helps the yeah. decision, but it's it's just I'm kind of done with the snow and the cold. I'm yeah. trying to to talk the wife in to Kentucky. Well, <laughs> either Kentucky, West Virginia, or Na- or Tennessee. Okay, okay, one of those. Three years, and and the reason why is is several fold. A, all of them are beautiful. Oh yeah, they're, they're lush. They're green. They're they're mild temperatures compared to here. Um, Kentucky has got extremely affordable property prices. Them in West Virginia. Yeah, West sure. Virginia's got the best by far. Taxes are really low, and the Kentucky being the 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 oddball. They, they just leave you alone. They do. Kentucky's a little bit lefter. Yeah, it's a little bit, just a little bit well, past the center on the scale. Yeah, when you go to actual central Kentucky, right, it's very red. Oh yeah. Now, if you go to the northern Kentucky, Louisville, right, um, and then over by Cincinnati in that right. area. It's very left, sure, and, and it, or even over in, in Paducah, the western tip of Kentucky, it's ish. You know, it's definitely right. red, but you can feel in the conversations I've had with a few people, just in you know normal everyday mm-hmm. conversations, it, you can feel the leftish right. ideal. You know, there, but they're not. They definitely leave you the fuck alone, sure. Especially when you look like me. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I. When you look at certain, uh, I guess you'd say conservative, I hate to use the term influencer because I don't look at us as influencers. No, we're not. I don't. I don't. And Technically, I don't ever we fall under the influencer thing, but yeah. we're not. I don't want to be an influencer at all. I want to encourage. I would like to be called a, yeah, encouraging or educator. Yeah. I, I don't want to be considered an influencer, but when you look at the conservative influencer models you know it's kind of like if you wanted to be an actor or an actress can you do that in colorado can you do that in idaho you can but you're not going to have a whole lot of opportunity no it's a longer time you, you need to go where they need actors you need to go where actors and actresses kind of congregate when you look at this influencer on the conservative side, it's not that we, cause you can do what we do from anywhere oh, yeah. in the world. Well, almost, um, True. probably not North Korea, but 
<laughs> I'd be willing to give it a shot. <laughs> um, uh, no. <laughs> I would. I just, you know, what are they going to do? Put me in prison? Make me correct blocks? I don't know. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> I, the wife and I talked about Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee is, like Kentucky, just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. The weather's mild. It's, uh, it's, it's very, very beautiful. Um, and then, you know, you have West Virginia, which is changing. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of becoming more, very slowly, more mainstream. It's still, there's many places you can go in West Virginia that seem to be untouched by time in many ways, which has its own, own draw. The best draw about West Virginia is the property. Yeah. Um, but it's a little cooler. They yeah. get snow, you know, things like that. So when I, when I've looked, if it's not going to be Florida, um, <laughs> Louisiana's crossed my mind, but very, very briefly. I'm out. Uh, that's just because of the Crocs and the water. No, I, I hate Louisiana. I don't like New Orleans, believe it or not. Speaking of which, I think uh, Mardi Gras is going on. Uh, no, that's usually at the end of February. Something's going on this week. I know there's, I got a friend who had a Snapchat. Okay. And they got parties and stuff going on on Bourbon Street. I like think big they, parties. I, I think they party You're right. every Mardi, weekend. Mardi Gras is... The actual Mardi Gras is last week, I believe, of February. Something like that, yeah. For the last two weeks. or Something's going on. Anyway. But, but from my understanding of New Orleans, every weekend they have a, a party. When I've been in New Orleans on the weekends in Bourbon Street, it's it's there's a lot going on. But I, he was showing some, some parades and stuff. So I, I'll have to reach out to him and see what it is. Anyway, so if, if, if anybody from Kentucky or Tennessee wants to... <laughs> court us and try and suck us in to coming to that state and bringing our uh, our business there. Yeah, our uh, show. Or- reach out to us and let us know what you think. Um, I just you know I, you look at how things are moving in this in this state, um, and I just can't politically. The, the one thing that annoys me that's been going on also is you can't have a gas stove anymore that's just the most ridiculous thing the Biden administration passed a law um it's not even a law no they passed regulation regulation yeah that um there's no more gas stoves there's no more propane stoves there's no you can't have any gas powered because they control electric cooktops yeah right because they yeah exactly they want you to be on the grid Mm -hmm. so they can shut you off so having the generators would come in handy for that too. Right. While you're cooking your meals, you can plug that in and, you know, do that. You know, it's funny you said that. Mm-hmm. They they want to keep you on the grid. If you go back to the Obama administration, they did something that at the time I thought, well, I understand why. Cash for clunkers. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is because they don't want you. Yeah. They wanted all the cars to have computers. Yep. In. And I've heard from several hacker, uh, I don't know what they call them, bulletin boards or whatever, okay. sites where hackers kind of chit-chat, that any car, and there's a date to it, I can't remember if it's six like or 98, eight, 98. Um, any car with a computer can be hacked and controlled to some degree or another. Yeah. Why does the Biden administration want everybody to have electric? Because that has to be plugged in somewhere. Yep. 
if there's too many people out on the road, we can shut you down. And guess what? You can't go anymore. You go out. You get in the car. There's too many people on the road now. You start the car (laughs) or you go to start the car and the car says, I'm sorry, Tommy. (laughs) You're unable to go today because of your carbon footprint. Doesn't that sound like... uh, Dave from 2001. No. uh, Bruce Willis in his car, you have... uh, Bruce Willis is going nowhere in these days. (laughs) That's true, but in in a movie. Uh, Fifth Element. Yes. Yes. Yes, You have two demerits left, and it was going to shut him down for... Yeah, you have two credits left. You have two credits left. (laughs) I think that's where they're headed. I just... Yeah. yeah. uh, You know, I just... So, we bring all of this up. We never planned shit. Well, well sort of. We kind of <laughs> we kind of talked a few weeks ago when Karen was with us before about doing a prepper about show. doing a a preparedness show. Yes, and what better time than now? Yeah, yeah. So, considering the shit that's going on, right? And as you know, now DeSantis has dropped out, so now you've got Haley and, and Trump. And if Trump goes to prison, or they figure out a way to take Trump out of out of play. Or we're fucked. Or if Biden does sign that, I've agreement. heard that there's some Correct. other scenarios that could lead to that as well. Um, the Trump being taken out. Well, with with their the whole when you were talking about the no election, right, kind of thing. There's, uh, I'm going to call it a conspiracy theory, but I read it on on a site that I was like, this is all making too much sense, and I'm not liking that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You know how hard the left has been trying to make get Trump out of the race, and they're still trying that. Uh-huh. And you guys have alluded to some things that might happen to eliminate him from the race. There's still things that might happen. The left does not want him in office. Up to and including assassination. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then they're finally coming around to the idea that they don't want Sleepy Joe in there either. Cause oh, I he's think not, that's a foregone Right? Like, he cannot... And they sure as hell don't want camel toe. No. Right. And like she's she's definitely a non starter for them. She's a non speaker. So <laughs> there's <laughs> That's true. So there's a, a thing kind of floating around on the on the outskirts that there's a shadow campaign going on. For who? Gavin. For Newsom. We've talked about Newsom. Yes. That he's um, been going to some other states and doing some kind of stuff. Well he went to Jerusalem. Right. Yeah. Well, Before he, Biden. Yeah. Like, so why, why is the governor of California visiting other states? I believe he even made an appearance in Iowa during the Iowa caucus. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did. Why would he go there unless it's for so, Republican caucus? So, so finally, when when O'Biden says, uh, you know, oh, my, my health. <laughs> that was good. My, my health <laughs> is just too bad. I can't do it anymore. I'm going to, my family's asked that I not run, but whatever is going to mm. be the case. Then the left is, oh, hey, well, we've got this over here. That's what we, we've talked we've about. We've been saying that, that for yeah. a while. Yeah. But and then you, if you go, I'm sorry, finish. Well, and sorry then here's the left when they put this into play, and it'll probably happen in August. That's when they have to uh, solidify their candidate mm-hmm. is the DNC, right? I think it's in August. And, and here's. In August. I think I see where you're headed with this. And that then there may not be an election. Some people have said, now, I'm going to bookmark that. Something that happened just a few weeks ago that I think we talked about. Um, Michelle Obama came out 
on a podcast uh, a few weeks ago. And she came out finally. Well, you know, she's, she, I'm trans. Um, <laughs> no way, Michael. Um, <laughs> that we're just fun and we don't, we don't know for sure. Big Mike. Um, Big Mike. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> so so Obama came out. out. So she, she was discussing how terrified she is. And of course it had to do with race and how oppressed right. she is. Yeah. And, Blah, blah, blah. But there's oppression. There was a lot of talk right after that in leftist circles that she could come forward. And that should scare a lot of us because it it frightens me a bit. It frightens me a lot. Because she could very well. And and she would be a hard one to beat. She would be very hard to beat. Here's to go back to what you had said about waiting until August. A lot of people say, well, you can't do that because he's already been blessed with it. Well, here's the thing. Everybody thinks, and I'm about to black pill some people here. Everybody thinks, well, I get to vote for the candidate for who we're going to put up as president. Do you, though? No. Because what happens is we vote as the people right. in a primary yes. or caucus, whatever it's going to be, who we'd like. We anoint delegates from our state yes. to go to that convention for the RNC or the DNC. Yep. That delegate does not have to vote no. for who you told them to. Nope. nope. So if we go through this process, these private corporations are the ones that are choosing the, the, mm. the candidates. Mm. By and large, they tend to go the right way. Well, I'd say right loosely. They, they tend to follow they, the voters. Yes. But in this case with Biden, by dumb, I just like saying that, <laughs> he's going to not make it. Right. He's going, like you said, he's going yeah. to come out and either say, I can't because of health. Which would make him likable. It would and make him a hero. It would make him a hero because he's admitting that he has mm. this issue. Gotta, gotta, gotta do what's best for the country and yeah. I'm gonna step yeah. aside. That is yeah. definitely gonna be the quote. What he says is, I have to do what's best for the country and step aside. So then what happens? Here's here's a theory that's been floating around. He does this June, July, August-ish, okay? Right yes. before the convention. Yes. He steps aside from the presidency. Okay. Ooh. Which would make... Which would give you would make... our first female... Mm-hmm. President, I'm not going to call her black because uh, she's not. Uh, uh, now he's female. been calling her the president often. Yes, he has since he was inaugurated. <laughs> yes, he's um, been calling her the president, but she's often. not black, so we're not going to call her a black female president. She is a person of color. Yes, give her that. So then the Democrats get that little star. Yeah, she's going to say because they've already had a conversation that says you're going nowhere. You are not. And if you try, we will make your life hell. Yeah. Here it is. You're going to be the first female president. Enjoy it. For the week or two. Or for however long, you know, a couple months. Yep. And then you're going to step aside and we're going to give you whatever this little cushy job right. is. Here's an island. Be fine. Go yeah. hang out. Well, considering I she... There's w- an island in the Caribbean. That, you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't know if she visited there before, but... I don't know, you never know. And she, but see, the thing is, she's she's a lawyer or mm. was a lawyer. A so terrible one. Yeah. Well. Yeah, a lawyer that locked will give up you... a whole bunch of people of color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with with the ninety seven crime bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Biden's ninety seven <laughs> crime bill. Mm-hmm. Just want to say who's racist. <laughs> anyway. 
that they would make her attorney general or a high federal judgeship that is a Perhaps. permanent lifetime. Yep. lifetime. Okay, now the attorney general is not lifetime, but get her a job that it's a lifetime job, like Supreme Court ish. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be scary. Those will make sense. Somebody's going to run in place of Biden. Yes, but yeah, maybe not if they're able to get rid of Trump and get Nikki Haley in, because if you follow the money. Many of the big dollar donors to Nikki's campaign and to her <laughs> pack are Democrat donors. That's true. So I guess what I and I'm I'm still trying to remember what this article was. Uh, it, it wasn't necessarily that there won't be an election, but that Trump of 2020 could possibly be the last Republican president. Weird. And that's. I'm not going to lie. I've, if Newsom goes in, you know that Californication is now the whole United States. United Statesication. <laughs> it's the United States of California. And we talked last week. I have never until recently questioned being a citizen of the United States. Right. And leaving oh, no. this so, country. And, and this is a whole lot of gloom and doom, and I don't like to be gloom and doom. we got to paint the picture, though. But, and this is a whole lot of, so you all remember... I don't know if maybe you do or don't. The show Doomsday Preppers. No. So there was a show, and it was for the extremists. Hey, I only remember get... because of you. <laughs> was that a Discovery Channel show? Yeah. Something oh, like weird. That. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and you know they like all of those. It wasn't a shows. Show. They go out and get the most extreme of you know all the things and say, oh hey, well what are you going to do? Well, I'm I'm preparing for. There to be a you know nuclear annihilation, and we're gonna have to live underground for forty years, and, right? And all that kind of stuff. Not to say that that couldn't happen, but is that likely to happen within our lifetime? I, who's to say? Well, Don't nowadays I, I'm more concerned about that than I right? ever have been. Right? Who's to say? Are we gonna get hit by an asteroid? Probably at some point. Are we gonna be alive to see it? Who knows? If you're a flat earther, you'll never get hit by an asteroid. Right. <laughs> Because there's no such thing as outer space, and we're yeah. in a glass dome. Even though we have craters in the United States that prove that. Yeah, those are just uh, from where the the Great Flood happened. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've fallen down a few of these rabbit holes and scratched my head and went, that's a stretch. That's a huge stretch. I'm sorry, guys. I can't. Well, so, most flat earthers don't even believe there were dinosaurs. So. I, okay. I, I've heard that one. Yeah. Right? Sorry. How does that not even be? Yeah. I can't can't figure that out. I don't know. (laughs) So you were saying about doomsday preppers. So, you know, that's one of the extremes. And that's what a lot of people think about when they think about prepping. It is. It is. is. that. Because that's what I used to think about. Crazy people who have a basement full of all sorts of shit they'll never need or use. Yeah. And right, then, ready for the end of the earth. Then 2020 and, happened. Then 2020 changed. happened. And I went, shit, I don't have enough toilet paper. <laughs> Whereas what you and should you be doing no, is just getting ready for those little emergencies that happen every damn day across the United States. How many people in the last two weeks have been frozen? Because their power went out. Or even power didn't go out and the freaking furnace didn't work. Right. Oh, that was us. <laughs> I was oh, going to say, didn't that, that happen to y'all last weekend? <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> Where we were all bundled up in our blankets and we had, had shut <laughs> all the doors. Bear went and got us some space heaters <laughs> and we confined ourselves to one room. And that's mm-hmm. where we lived for four days until the furnace could get fixed. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was it was brutal. Were we out of power? No, we had power. Were didn't we, have furnace though. We didn't have furnace though, and that was you know pretty freaking cold. Of course, you during know? that time was when we were going through our cold snap, where we were getting ten, fifteen, twenty belows. Yeah, I, I thought know. the irony of it was great though, because there's a fireplace there. There is a fireplace there, and we mentioned it's too much that. work. Well, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like you gotta unbury it, but we don't have any firewood. We can get resources. Rid of, we could get rid of some furniture. Yeah, that's going to last you for an hour. I know. No, furniture might go three. <laughs> you know? I think the, the fumes from it might yeah. do some damage, but you know. Yeah. Well, so, and unfortunately in our city, there's burn bans all the time. Well, oh, for air quality. catch it, though. Well, I suppose if you had smoke billowing out of your chimney, they might have a clue. That's my furnace. Out of your furnace, <laughs> out of your yeah, fireplace, it, yeah. It shares the same. Color. You know what I have noticed since we've moved up here? Is you don't get the smell almost ever of fireplace smoke. No, because of it's all illegal. The, because they are constantly banning. So they tell you you can't even burn in your in no. your fireplace. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Then they have. I don't have a fire. Quote, yeah. No, when, that's been several decades. Now. When they quote unquote have a bad air quality day, they will ban Every you. Day. From, yeah. 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 They will ban you from using your fireplace. I, I didn't think that know started that. in the eighties. We were not allowed to use our fireplace because we used it all the time growing up. That would we make used sense it if all you the time well. growing up. Yeah. Because back in our home, yeah. Oh yeah. You smell it. Yeah. Every night. Oh, oh yeah. It, you know, from late mid to late fall, and all the way through why early most spring. Most of the so, new yeah. houses now, yeah, they got a fireplace. It's a gas gas one. Well, that's because they want you on the grid. And but wait, thumb. now we're not allowed to use gas. That was weird. What? Huh? Now they want you to have the electric. What? Uh, furnace Outside basically um but you know there's so many other things that happen how many people had there was tornadoes in right. january in tennessee which is un- what uh-huh. you know there we talked a little bit last week i think it was two weeks ago about the volcanoes and right. about you know there's so many natural disasters uh-huh. that are happening every day floods just going and driving up to wherever and there's an avalanche and you can't right. go anywhere for four days because the road stuck closed. in your car stuck in your car yeah so what you those are the little things that you should be prepared for and that's where my prepping comes from that place and i think it's probably tv that puts this Oh, you're a prepper. You're, so you're, stigma a, on it, you're yeah. a crazy right wing conspiracy theorist who thinks the whole world's going to go to shit. Right. And the government's going to steal all your stuff. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, well that's kind of what's been happening. So wake up, people. Is that a conspiracy theorist or just a fact? Yeah. yeah. We're getting ripped off all the time yeah. from the government. Right. So I went and but I. Small little movement. Right. And, and I bought my first supply of food. Um, a while back. Been a couple months now. Yeah. But prior to that, I was buying little things, like you said. And that helps. Magnesium sticks. Yeah. Um, um, I can't even tell you some of the hand saws in the event that I needed to cut, you know, wood or whatever. Um, I I don't remember the name of that drill bit that's got that on the top, but there's a specific name for this big drill bit. It's basically a hand drill. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a hand drill where everything you see typically is them drilling a hole into a log, Mm -hmm. 
drilling a hole sideways into that log. And then, you know, so it creates that airspace so you can burn a log and let it burn for right. a long period of time. Right. Kind of like a rocket stone-ish yeah. kind of thing. exactly what I said. Yeah. So I find I found myself after that buying little things to be able to, to stay warm, to be able right. to filter water. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a big one. Well, because here, here you go. So if something happens, whatever it may be, political, environmental, Zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Health. Joe Biden getting a second term. Whatever. That's the scariest. What do you need to live your life? Right. What are your necessities? There's three. Water. Water. Shelter. Food. Food. And I would say shelter is debatable. Well, you've got to build. We have a lot of in-house. We got a lot of in-house people that are living just fine. I wouldn't say just fine. (laughs) That's the strategy. Just fine. All right. But they're living. But. Yes, they are. So water and food, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Shelter, I think, is... is Shelter is going to be handy. Sex. That's the other one. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's how what? you... Bring this. Uh, sorry. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> that's how the species survives. Isn't, oh. isn't oh. sex a construct? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's gender. <laughs> that gender is a construct, yeah. Oh, my bad. I'm, I'm not act, uh, talking about her sex. I'm talking about having <laughs> sex. <laughs> and I was just, uh, you know... Anyway. He was just dropping hints to her. So, no. so if there's 100 men on an island and 10 women on an island, what will you find in 100 years? 100 men. Probably a bunch of dead men. <laughs> 100 men and 10 women. You'll find a thriving Oh, you'd have a population. Population. But here's the thing. You have 100 trans men and 110 men on an island. What are you going to find in 100 years? 100 dead you men. you find 110 dead men. Well, no, I think the ten men would survive just fine. Well, no, you meant not trans for women. Years. Oh, for a hundred years. Yeah, eh, probably not. You're right. I didn't mean trans. Yeah, yeah. Trans women can't help populate. No. The thing about women is they're so versatile. Because, <laughs> as you said, now look, if you have ten women, they're going to die too. Uh, yes. You just need one woman to populate healthy women. Yes. To be able to to repopulate. Yes. Anyway, we got way off topic. There. <laughs> Sorry. One of the first one of the first things that, that's important is is water. And if there's people that I just found this, uh, I was going to say water, fire, and food is what yeah. I was going to say. Okay. So if okay. you go to, well, I lost my glasses again. They're right there in front of my face. At least they weren't on your face. Yeah, true. So if you go to findaspring.com, I'm sorry, findaspring.org. Mm-hmm. Um. This will tell you all the natural springs in your area. Huh. So it'll bring up a map of the United States, and you can type in your town, right. zip code, right. whatever you want to be, area code, all that stuff. And it'll bring up all the natural springs. Yeah. It will even break it down by this one costs money, this one doesn't. Okay. Most of them don't. Hmm. You can go to these natural springs and get spring water. Nice. Which is great as long as there's nothing contaminating that spring. Right. Okay. Right. But it's important to have water. It's also important to have filtration for that water. Exactly. And if you don't have electricity, if you don't have anything like that, how are you going to filter that water? Right. Exactly. So there's there's natural ways to filter your water that will take some time. Dirt, gravel, charcoal. Yep. I have something. I yeah. found it. Yep. That you can. Yeah. Sand, but, gra- yeah. sand, gravel, and charcoal. And. You know, there's also these, I don't know, there's straws. 
There are. That you can buy that they have, have the filters. all that thing in the straw. And it will filter, I think they said, like 5,000 gallons of water. Right. So it did last one person for a year or so. You right. Got if pills, you're drinking you enough. Got, Plus you've got chlorine. Yeah, tablets that you can. You know, you can drop a, a small bit of bleach into most water. Yeah. And I would want to boil it. Well, sure, well. yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So but you got to have the water to do all that, too. you got to have water so, for you know, just if, basics, not just for consumption. If your pipes freeze, what are you going to do? Wait till they defrost. Okay. <clears throat> Good luck with that. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Especially with our poles shifting, you know. <laughs> Every time it does that, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're not supposed to sit on it. Well, I just roll over and... <laughs> it's not a kickstand. Nope, it isn't. That's why it bends. <laughs> and then I cuss. <laughs> All right, so you got water. I can't laugh. I'm going to cough. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it gets your water taken care of. Store some in your house if you can. We keep a jug in our car. Just, I mean, I've been many a times on a car when I'm driving a... POS car and it overheats and I need the water to put right. in my radiator, you know? Well, and somebody said the first, if, if you're at home... Yeah, the first thing you should do first is... First thing you should do is fill your bathtub yeah. as yes. quickly as much as you can. Yes. Yeah. And those of you that have water furnaces, you've got 50 gallons water yeah, heaters. Yeah, you just have to tap the yeah. You've water got 50 heater. gallons in your water heater. Most Our, water heaters have a hose connection on the yes. side, so you can use those too. Yes. So you've got some water available. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. but that's only going to last you a few days. Exactly. 50 gallons right. of probably right. last that's, that's when you learn not to flush every time you use the bathroom. If it's yellow, let it mellow. Exactly. If it's brown, flush it down. Exactly. <laughs> of course, if if the water's or, out, you're not going to be able to flush. Or you Well, you can refill you can. the You'll tank. You'll just have to refill the tank. Oh, fair. You, fair. You but that's a gallon every time. Yeah. yeah. It is. You might be better off to dig a hole in your backyard. Probably. You know. Or get a compost toilet. you seen those ones that cuts yeah. it on fire? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. There's well, that. Military has been doing that for years, right? Burning shit. Mm-hmm. They will pour diesel over the, yeah. the feces and then light it on fire and yep. let it burn. Yeah. That's just like lighting a cow patty on It fire. is. <laughs> However, it's a great fire starter. It is. Yeah. It is a great fire starter. If it comes down to it, so do what you got to do. Is it possible, because I thought about this, and I haven't asked you this, but so I've got this food. <clears throat> what if I didn't have water? So food's the number two. Right. Food's the number two. There's a lot of things. So if you have like canned food mm. that's been canned. Beans, tuna. And it'll have water in it. Okay. Is that enough water to survive on? No. Right. But you can eat it straight out of the can. You don't need water for cooking. Right. All the freeze-dried stuff, if you want to cook it, yeah, you're going to need some water to cook it. But It's a lot less water than you think. It well, is. is. It, it really? is. So that, I made a meal earlier that right. was a completely freeze-dried meal. Incredible. It tasted really, and I, well, I'm not kissing ass or trying to make some, it, it was really good. Yeah. It, it and it all taste, came from packages. It didn't taste like. You would expect. didn't taste like a school lunch. Right. You know, it, it had good flavor. Okay. It, it had spices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had flavor. It yeah. wasn't just drab. It. It wasn't an MRE. No. No. At all. No. Was it, could you tell that it wasn't fresh? Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But sure. You know, the veggies were a little, you know, No, they well were a lot. Cooked. But well they were a little, little funky. I yeah. didn't yeah. realize there were veggies until I heard y'all talking in the kitchen. Okay. Right? So Yeah. Yeah. Um, was, so to make like that meal needed two cups of water. So, okay. And, and it needed an oil. Yeah. So Karen 
it's like a stroganoff, basically. Kind of. Okay. So yeah. the box is right next to yeah. it. Yeah. This was a meal that on the box says is two servings. Uh, it is. Actually, it says it was three and a half servings. Three and a half servings. Okay. So that was about right. So she made this this meal with two cups of water, a little bit of oil, and she was able to portion it out for four of us to eat. And I didn't feel like, oh, well, this is just a sample or right. this will tide me over. Now what? This, it was a good helping. It was a yeah. good helping, and I probably won't eat again maybe later on tonight. Right. Um. So it's not like, you know, you're skimping out now all of a sudden you're going to lose 50 pounds. You might lose You will weight. eventually because, yeah, you know. You're going to get sustenance. And it's not like. Those of us that are overweight will come down to where we're supposed to this be. This freeze-dried <laughs> stuff is just taking real food. Yeah. Yeah. And putting it through a freeze-drying process that you can explain to us if you'd like. And then storing it. Exactly. It's still the same food that you cooked. Exactly. So freeze drying maintains about, I want to say it's 90% of the uh, nutritional value, whereas any other method is a heat method and you're automatically losing nutritional value by heating it, whether it's dehydrating or canning. Either of those uses heat. So when you use, so when you cook your food, you're losing nutritional value. Exactly. But you can't eat raw pork very good. Not very You're well. not supposed to, no. Not yeah, yeah. very well. But that's why you save the juices from it and you make it, make it into broth because now you've recaptured a lot of that. Okay. And when you boil your beans, you're boiling out all of the nutrients from the your farts. beans. <laughs> no, I'm talking like green beans. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking like green beans. So, not, not the, not the chili right. beans. I'm not, I'm not trying to be... <clears throat> dumb i i have a, a, an honest question so you you've soaked your beans and then you've cooked them the nutrients have come out of the beans so when you eat them you're still getting nutrition you are you're just not getting enough but right. if you were to take that the jo- the juice the juice and yeah. drink it you would get yes. some yes. of that nutrition out of that as yes. well for instance if whenever you're putting the beans in if it needed a, a rice or a pasta dish cuz you cook your rice or your pasta in that water and now you're reabsorbing some of those nutrients more new, more like vitamins, minerals, exactly. things like that, not exactly. the actual sustenance. Though. Right, okay. right. Like you're still getting all of the, you know, fiber and all right. that kind of stuff out of the, but some of the, the vitamins do. So most people can't afford a freeze dryer. No. Because they're, what, six grand? They, they're, it varies. They, the sizes. Anywhere are, from like three to six, depending on how big you get. Yeah, right. the, the big, right. bigger ones are going right. to cost you a lot more. Obviously. Most people but, who are going to buy one are going to buy a small one. To just do them, but I, I think worth... the most common size from the Harvest Right company is a medium size, and for a while they were the only game in town. Is it worth Joe Public to buy a freeze dryer when they might only use it twice a year? No, find somebody right. that has a freeze dryer and either arrange with them, kind of co-op to, it, yeah, to co-op it, or you buy it pre-canned. But if you're, you know, buying for an in-case emergency or even just a supplement, like we eat this kind of sometimes on the regular. Just because. Just because it's right. there and we have it. We didn't have to go spend and any it's more quick. money. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, they, you will quickly see, like I used to belong to a program. It was a monthly membership program where I was getting freeze-dried food. Um, 
I hated was, those delivery days. <laughs> oh, I bet. This was like 2015, 2015-ish. And I think I stopped at about 18, 17 or 18. What's something like that, I think like the that, last Ron? delivery got was in 19. Okay. I believe. Okay. Last, and it was a big one. It was a big delivery. Okay. And like I said, I hate those deliveries. What was that? Yeah. What was something like that cost? So <laughs> I, because I was working with a budget, I worked, I got the things that were on sale right. and all that kind of stuff. I would regularly get about $100 worth of food. And depending on the size of the can, like the number 10 can, that's the restaurant size can. Like a coffee can. Yeah. Almost, yeah. yeah. Like your Folgers coffee can. That's a number 10 can. Um, so I would get probably like four cans of that size and maybe another six cans of the smaller size okay. can. And depending on what it was, that would be about a hundred dollars worth of food. That was back then. I've looked at prices now and meat was always expensive. expensive. If I was getting meat, the only other thing I'd be able to afford to get would be like corn. Corn was always like the cheapest thing that there was. That's why I've got like 12 cans of corn. <laughs> we got cans of at least like, you know where rice. it came from all the time yes <laughs> yeah we got cans of like rice was cheap too yeah rice is cheap um and rice didn't need to be freeze dried no it doesn't it need to be freeze dried it was just you know canned i think is, yeah so is what it was this type of monthly things probably not for everybody it's not when you're talking about what we're talking about for preparedness i, I would recommend it if you have the budget for it well and if it's something that you yeah. want right. to really right and you know, you, know you just for. and you know like we I made that a priority for our budget um, kind of thing. But there's other ways to go about getting food, extra food. You go to the grocery store. Hey, I'm getting food for this week. Buy two extra cans of pasta sauce. Or two bags of rice. Two two extra things that will last on your shelf. And here's a little tip for you. When you're doing that and you're, you're looking for stuff for the future, is always go out to the clearance section of your right. grocery always. store because they have the, the dented cans, mm-hmm. which, by the way, the food inside is just fine. The can's just dented. Ain't nothing wrong with it. And, right. and there's, there's like, you know, a, a preparedness and food storage kind of show. There's people that have whole dedicated channels to this. Like, we're not even right. we're barely touching the, the tip of the iceberg with what just we're going to talk the tip. about. <laughs> um so go if this is something you're interested in, or say you know I really should start adding that to my life. It, sure, it, it you know. I think this is a better. You're, you're sick with COVID for two weeks, and you can't go, and now you don't have a paycheck for four weeks, right? Because you gotta wait for that shit to catch up with you. What were you well, gonna say? Now you got I'm, some food. I'm sorry. Um, I would say this is a better investment than those fresh. Uh, grocery delivery, right, like the freshly meals. and the and the because those know, still have to be used within a week. You have to, yeah, exactly. They're they're perishable, so right. you have to use them right away. This, on the other hand, like, like we were talking about, is stuff that will can last up to twenty five years, right? Well, and that's why you know going back to COVID, you you just hit right. the nail on the head. I, I was down for sixteen days. Yeah, if the wife hadn't have been here, yeah, and thankfully hers only lasted eight days, right? Um, I would have been. Without, yeah, period. Been, um, the crackers would be gone right. and the cereals all gone. So and the- when, when I started thinking and then, you know, then COVID, then election, and then everything that's kind of coming to be. And then this last week with this who thing at the, at the yeah. in Davos, I really started looking into this treaty and that scares the hell out of me. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. trying to black pill, but it's, it, it's, 
it's frightening enough to say, all right, Bear and I knew when we started on this venture that we could very well put a target on ourselves. Yeah. And I don't feel like a hero. I don't feel like anything. Just as I know a lot of these other uh, podcasters who are far more popular than we are, who have far, you know, hundreds and thousands of more listeners than we do. Yeah. They've got it just as bad. And I listen to some of them, and I don't hear them talk about preparedness. I don't hear them talking right. about these things. So when I looked, <clears throat> what I looked for for the food piece of this was uh, I wanted affordability. Right. Though I understood it was going to cost some. Yeah. But, like, I looked on Amazon, and they got those buckets of food. Or you can go to Costco, and they've got their buckets. Right. You know, it looked okay. But it, it just didn't seem to have the nutritional value that I was looking for, right. the daily requirements yes. that, that you want. And so uh, I got to looking, and I, I looked at about four or five different companies. There's a place called Patriot Supply mm-hmm. that it was just a little outside of my budget. Right. I liked it, right. but it was outside of my budget. And then I found four, four Patriot. And I thought, well, they've got, they've got an entire... Lineup, not they just do. food, and they have a lot of prepared foods, right. not just the ingredients. That right, crap. Now, what do I got to do with this stuff? Exactly, I got to figure out how to cook it. Most of the stuff that that I got that first round was all we got to do is open it up. Yes, and there's our meal. Yes, it, you know, and and in a moment like that, you're going to be doing a whole lot of other things, probably. Right. And fortifying, you know, wherever it is you're at and taking care of business and, and you know, whatever you've got to do. You don't want to spend a ton of time going, well, I got I to gotta warm that up and then I got to warm this up and I got to do it in this order and that. Well, I just want to put some water in here, warm it up, yes. and then I can eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's this the great... is not travel right. food. It's right. in cans. No, this, is, this is for wherever you're hunkered down at. Right. Either be home or wherever your bug out place is. This is definitely something you would have already there Stored or, there. or yeah. something that you take with you for long term now when you're talking about doing the nice thing about what we have here with the freeze-dried stuff is it's ingredients to a meal right you would be amazed at how easy it is to do it all at once well you You were just talking about the corn Mm -hmm. and i've been so i brought over a bunch of samples and tommy was having a hard time wrapping his head around the meat i still have a hard time (laughs) so we're gonna talk about that i've tasted i've been munching on these now it's literally just it looks like somebody opened a can of corn uh-huh. and just left it out on, right. without yeah. any juice on it. Right. And so, like, you can't even hear it crunch. I don't think you can hear that. Yeah, you can hear a little, a little bit. crunch. I mean. But, but it's delicious. It's <laughs> Karen said this earlier. When I first tasted it, I said to Bear, I said, it's almost kind of sort of like candy. It yeah. is. It is. You know, and it, it's just, you could catch yourself snacking on it. Yeah. You poured some in the bowl for me, and I've been snacking on it. Yeah. You've reconstituted some of the corn. Some corn. And then. I've got some raspberries. At first, what did I say I thought that was at first? Olives. 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 And I can see how it would kind of look like olives. Turns out they're raspberries, but they're brown. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why that would be. Yeah. Freeze-dried. <laughs> Well, you don't have very good light in here either. And then, <laughs> I, in a cave. then, I, then I tasted, <laughs> I tasted the raspberries before not reconstitution, and they're really tasty. Right. Yeah. So the thing about the freeze dried food is you can just eat it dry out of the can. You can. 
Most of it. I do have like some egg powder here. I wouldn't recommend that. Probably give you it's, bad breath. It's probably not going to be. Everyone gives you the farts, man. Uh, let me tell you. And all of I the like all that. of the food. Now the company that I have here is um is Thrive, Thrive Life. Um, all of their meats are are pre cooked. Yes. You can freeze dried raw. But all of the stuff that I have in cans is all pre-cooked. So Why you could would just you freeze-dry raw? I don't know, per se. That would be weird. It right? would be. I'd rather cook it and right? freeze-dry it. Cause yeah. I, because I'm going to be using it for an emergency. I don't want to have to cook it later. Well, and right. when you reconstitute it, yeah. even the, yeah. the meat you have here from Thrive, is you, it's got some flavor to it. Does it? Yeah. So if you do it raw... Or you don't season it, right? And you I love it. to do it raw, and what? <laughs> but I don't know about this. Going back to the sex section right? or sex part, um, <laughs> but is Karen here? Hand me red. the sausage. Oh no, no, we don't get to go the sausage. Okay, why does she always pick that? That's like the best one. It is oh, really good, actually. It's the best one um, <laughs> for reconstituting it. Most of the things I reconstitute. While it's cooking, I don't normally let it sit like I have here and right. put it in a bowl with water and wait for 10 minutes and for it to reconstitute. I don't do that. I find that it has the best texture yes. when it's reconstituted by cooking. And if it's something that's cold, like raspberries, I don't know what you're necessarily going to cook that in. Those I'll like just a compote? eat. Yeah, those I'll just eat, like munch on like the, the corn. Well, I know. Or I will, like, I will put them in a blender and powder them and then add them to my smoothies. Yes. I know that when we used to, when you guys lived down South, um, I always used to look forward to going in there and just munching on those yogurt. Yes. They were just tasty. They are. And apparently yogurt freeze dries really well. It did. Like it's one of the best dairies. Cheese is pretty easy as well. I if you're going to do it yourself. It'd be weird to freeze dry cheese. It it looks weird. And it, and it, and it, 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 I would like to say it tastes weird, but it doesn't. But do we you had reconstitute cheese in that it? We had cheese in that meal. Yeah, I noticed there was some Parmesan yeah. in it. Yeah. But, like, say cheddar. That's like, I would use that in a casserole. Okay, so, so you the natural juices of whatever okay, yeah. is cooking. Also, they have, like, cream cheese and that kind of thing, uh, sour cream. Like, I've tried to reconstitute that as sour cream. The texture just didn't really, but using it for baking. Right. Perfect. Well, and I used throwing that in. Bear does a great noodle thing where we've been putting <laughs> sour, sour cream in it. I make stroganoff. Well, no, it's, no, it's like it's different every time. Or, or spaghetti. <laughs> I will use the cream cheese to thicken up the right. sauce, and it gives it more of a creamier uh, and and sauce. sour cream too. Either yeah, yeah. Kind of. I was going to say I used the sour cream one time for one of the meals, and yeah. it came out just. Yeah, awesome. it's like amazing. And I just drop the powder dishes. into the, the, the sauce and so it, boom. It, yeah. It's very versatile then. It, it is. is. It is. And when you're making, so if you were to, uh, so again, for Patriots, typically meals already kind of set in. Yes. Um, some of these other places that you'll buy, like you were saying, they're ingredients and you can kind of pick and choose to make. Yes. You're saying it's easier to, you don't have to sit and let it soak and then cook it. Just cook it all in exactly. with the water. That way it's reconstituting while it's cooking. Exactly. Saves you flavor and probably right nutrients too. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, and the cool part about doing it that way, the way she's describing is, is you can season it to your taste. Right. If you have the seasonings. Yeah. If you don't, hey, at that time I get it. But you know, just simple as salt and pepper. 
which is the the, the biggest your sellers out there, your basic, and you just throw those two in there, and it so it's, it works out just well. So that white one that's next to the sausage is that chicken? Oh, that was a peach. I thought I'm like, how did I get? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm picking this one. I'm like, why did I put out two cans of meat here? But no, that one's a peach. Okay, um, this one here is a chicken. And it is fully cooked, and you can just eat it like that. Yeah, the cool part about it them doing like it this chicken. way is it, it it's why they cook it's, it. It's kind of weird, and it's going to be a little dry. Oh, it's a lot dry. Yeah. <laughs> Your dogs will love it if you need, you know, dog food. Hmm, tastes like chicken. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Oh, Here it, really it is, and it doesn't have any seasoning in it. If you don't want to use your fingers, um, so we've got it sitting here in a container of water too. It's been reconstituting for quite some time. That's funny because that's just it's, it's chicken. chicken. Yeah, just like it'd been shredded and left on the counter. Yep. Yeah, like what you'd put in a taco or something. Exactly. Yeah. Throw some definitely needs salt. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It I still is can't not get seasoned. past that dryness. Holy crap. Yeah, and that would be the same thing with the um, beef. My favorite is the shredded beef and the shredded pork. Because they, they, they can, you can season those we up really well. We can make those into you know, fajitas or burritos or tacos or just whatever. Now, and it goes- you, after it's reconstituted like it is what you, what you just ate, you can throw it into a frying pan. And fry it. And, and yeah. you know, throw a little bit of fry oil it. in there or whatever and fry it up and crisp it up. And then you would never know and season it. You would never know that it was freeze dried. I don't want to do this now right. just because of how dry it was. But. So that yeah, beef, that, the chicken, the beef, it's it's just chicken and beef. Yeah. yeah. And that was just reconstituted just sitting in a bowl of water. And I didn't measure out the water. Oh, you need half a cup of water per yeah. cup of. It no, doesn't, it's in a bowl of water. It literally. doesn't have a different texture. No. It doesn't have a different. It, it's textured chicken. It's textured beef. I'm glad you're trying it because I know that was the hardest thing for you to wrap your head around was freeze-dried. I still have an issue with it. <laughs> but, but now you've eaten it and you're like, well, damn, that's so, so bad. So would I eat the meats? That's like dry-ass beef jerky. It, it is. is. <laughs> it is. Would I eat the meats without reconstituting it? Would I eat them dry like I do the fruits and the veggies? No, not necessarily. No, I wouldn't necessarily, but I could. Right. That's, the, that's the trick. You could. Well, and I think... If you're stuck on the side of the road, you happen to have a can of this in your car, you could just open it up and eat it. I think if shit went south, and and yeah, I haven't gotten around to getting the water stored up yet. Right. I got food. You got food. I, the noodles are going to be crunchy. The, the beef is going to be dry as hell. But you know what? At least I have food. You're gonna to have to find a way to get yourself. You will I think have to. that would definitely plug your ass. Right it will, in. And, 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 and it will It'll dehydrate you. you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, but could you eat, get nutrients, and be able to survive even on a short term basis until you can get yes. something? And and that that's the key to what I looked at. This one's all right. Now he's trying the sausage. Hey, this is the one now, he's these, been pulled out on. This just can. looks like. Giblet. Giblet. <laughs> it looks like Doug. Yeah. This, yeah. I would just open up the can and eat it right out of the can. Once you do it, you'll be like. Smells oh. like sausage. Yeah. You know what this from? Oh, Wait, I'll, just remind, try it. Remind me afterwards to tell you. I remember this is breakfast like. sausage. I, I smells like Yeah, yeah. And I'll throw these into my eggs all the time. Just like that, I'll throw it into the eggs. Now you're going to change your mind. With the eggs. <laughs> it's it's a, a great. I love this one. Great thing to add to just about anything. It's tasty. It's very tasty. <laughs> and it's got a nice crunch to it. It could satisfy your crunch 
Yeah, tell you dehydrate. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Yeah, I was gonna say you would change because I know you. That was the one that you were. Yeah, I didn't roadblocked on. <laughs> well, and you know what's funny is, uh, I think we watched a video or I don't remember how, but somebody was canning meat. Yes. And the whole thought of that just repulses me. <laughs> it, well, and well, I see the beans. Yeah, right. That's ham and bean soup. That's ha- got ham and beans in it. It, it looks like hell. It, looks it like does beans. not look appetizing at all. No, you're right. Um, but you think about it, if you open up a can of ham and bean soup, it's in a can. It's the same thing. It looks the same way in the can. You just can't see it. I don't eat those, though. <laughs> I mean, let me rephrase it. I don't eat it out of a can. Right. Um, because I have an Hispanic wife, and she well, likes fresh beans, absolutely. and so do I. Because yes. I want to fart if I eat <laughs> Well, I, 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 I don't know if she's planning on leaving this here with you guys, but I highly suggest you uh, try it out. Soup. I will. You're not feeling good. You need some ham and bean soup. I'm telling you, it's delicious. It, it, I don't put it in. So, that one I would eat. So here's another thing about cans, uh, any of the food stuff. There are so many people that are hung up on the date that was put on the can. Oh, do they put dates on them? There is. And these were the dates that it was made. Well, it's because you don't want it to be past 25 years, but I have read many things okay. that have said, just like your expiration on your milk. Right. That's a, that's, that's, that's a regulated the thing. Manufacturers put that on there because they want you to throw exactly. that shit out and buy a new How, Has out. milk always <sighs> had a date on it? Nope. No. Just started when they started homogenizing it. And have cans of... Your homemade jelly had dates on it? No. How did people know it was bad before someone decided they needed to put a date on it? (laughs) It Yeah, open it up. If it looks bad and smells bad, don't eat it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's fine. I don't know. In high school. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many. Yeah. It's not a midweek tug. Um, (laughs) Why did we bring this out? Well, first off, I wanted to taste some of this stuff because I had a hard time getting over the hump. Sausage is a lot better than you thought. Sausage is good. Sausage <laughs> is really good. Secondly, I believe that if if it's good enough for me to do it, other people should probably be doing it. Well, and, you know, we can put it off and say, oh, you know, let's talk about later. Let's talk right, about we'll do later. it tomorrow. Well, then it's never going to get done and you're going to be left with And what happens when, the, when, it, now. when it goes to shit and you didn't, tomorrow hadn't come? Even if you have a jug of water saved, you emptied out an iced tea jug and you refilled it with water. That is one more gallon of water yeah. that you did not have. And, you know, look, yeah, I'm going to tell you, Four Patriot worked for me. It, and I know you and guys have bought well. from there as well. Yep. Um, we They're not a sponsor. No. We get nothing from it. However, if you do Yet. go there and you buy, just in the notes, tell them you heard it on the Unrefined, guys. Um, again, we we don't have anything to it, but it, it's worked well for us. And at the end of the day, if if nothing happens... In 10 or 15 years, and you, you know, you fall onto some hard times. Or if you want to save some money. Or if you, yeah, if you want to save some money. and hey, you I'm got really it. trying to knock out my debt here. I'm going yeah, to stop gonna, going out to eat. You know, whatever the case might be, you can use these. It doesn't have to be for when everything goes to hell. But as Karen just stated, if you keep putting it off, mm-hmm. it's going to be too late one day. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow might be too late. Tomorrow could be too late. And and look, I'm even in the point where I'm like, oh, I need to order another round, but I can't just yet. 
Well, and a lot of people are going to be financially strapped like that. But I've already started, so I have a little bit set up. And that's a good feeling to like. I've you know. It's weird that you said that because when I got home from Mexico and I saw that box there, I went, "That's a little bit of a relief." Yeah. Only because, yes, and Mary Ruth tells me this all the time. You're black-pilled. You're black. You're so negative. Well, I, I understand I am. I have a positive outlook. Yes. But I need everybody else to understand the potential of what could happen. And if you understand the potential of what could happen, you can better prepare for that. Better preparing for that means educating yourself on freeze-dried versus yeah. flash-dried versus dehydrated versus... yes. You know, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with dehydrating or, or whatever. No. Because those things do work. Mm-hmm. Now, freeze-drying. It, it shelf-stable as yes. well. Yes. Uh, but freeze-drying is more sustainable yeah. in the long run. It'll last a lot longer if you freeze-dried. Now, if you can, like my wife has started doing, you have a limited amount of time that it's good, comparatively speaking, but it'll last long too. You know, I don't know exactly how long the, like, the ham and bean soup will last, but... Again, canning you open it, what, three years? So, yeah, they say three years. But again, if I open up the can and it smells fine and it looks fine, I'm going to eat it. I'm sorry. Hear that, honey? I am. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. Sorry. <laughs> like, if, if it don't. I just stumped your wife. <laughs> like, that's the second time she's blushed. <laughs> and she couldn't talk. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> so, for those who haven't figured it out yet, Karen's kind of become our our um, whipping post. No, not whipping post for wow. sake. <laughs> Please, um, just hear her off become, here. She's kind of become our our producer. Um, she's pushing buttons. We're going to teach her more of that, and um, she's definitely become uh, an educator for us yes. in many aspects because there's a lot of this stuff that. You know, we might know a tiny bit about, yeah, because we only know a little bit about a lot of things, yeah. And she's, this, she's a deep diver, yeah. She does go and learn these things, and and, and she's speaking from ex- not necessarily just experience, but like I'm not an knowledge. expert on no, anything. No, no, but you definitely are coming from a place of of knowledge. I yeah. don't have the knowledge on this stuff as you do, even though I've been with you for some years and I've learned some things about this. Huh? A couple. <laughs> yeah. So I've learned a few things over this about this project or our subject. I could not, I don't think either any of us could be experts. Yeah, no. X is just a sum of the parts and a spurt <laughs> is a, well, you know what a spurt is. So, <laughs> But uh, I, I do have a passion for it though. And I, I consider myself to be, have born, been born in the wrong century. Nope, we think you were born in the correct century. <laughs> no, you're, you're here to help us. That's we appreciate your knowledge that you've brought to us as well as your... I'm like, I would have made a great pioneer. Preparedness. <laughs> hey, you don't know. We may need to be pioneers. And we might soon. be pioneering now. You're right. Yeah. So, <laughs> on this note, as far as that's concerned, if you uh, if you go to Four Patriots and you look around and see something, when you when you when if you order from them, just make sure you tell them you heard it on the Unrefined Guys, just so they know we're talking about them, because they're not going to pay us. Yet. Maybe eventually. 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 We we only have one sponsor. Yeah, it's a good one. happy to have it. Um, I'm impressed with it. Yes, especially if you're an outdoorsman or a knife enthusiast. 
Ravencrest Tactical is home of the finest out-the-front knives. They're not just tools. They're a testament to craftsmanship and durability. And out the front, that, that means like uh, an angel blade where you know, it has a spring loaded. loaded. Yeah, spring loaded. Yeah. Would that used to have been called a switchblade? More or less, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Switchblade used to come out the side, out the side. Okay. and flip up. It okay. was still spring loaded. Okay. Um, I don't know. I've I've been I'm buying not a knife person, so that's what I'm asking. I've been a knife person for a long time. Well, since about uh, 99, 98, 99. Yeah. Um, Ravencrest, when I found them in, I found them in 17, 18, um, I finally pulled the trigger and bought one. They're, they're not. I bet you still have that knife. I, you bet I do. I have it, and it's. It, from the quality of, of, of it, from just playing with the ones that you have is, when I say play, I'm not trying to be. Right. Know, anyway, um, they're very durable, very solid. They are. So this one here that I have now replaced my first one as my everyday carry but i still carry that one in my go to hell bag um i just you know the first thing that turned me on to it is they're cool yeah second thing that turned me on is this completely american-made company which is awesome it is they're 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 put together crafted everything's done in in arizona in their uh warehouse there um but every single knife that i've ordered comes in a box and there's a card in it that tells me who was in charge of putting that knife together nice. because every knife is put together as they're ordered. So they're handcrafted nice. um, by people within the, in the, uh, the business there. Uh, they test them out. They make sure that everything's perfect. The cool part, uh, many cool parts, lifetime warranty. Lifetime warranty is amazing. Wow. So if you chip the blade, if you break the blade, which is really tough to do, I haven't done it yet, if if you you know break a spring inside, Does that mean I can use it as a screwdriver. You can use it however you want. Okay. They don't care <laughs> what the deal is. It's it's there's no limitations to the warranty. Sounds like they planned on you. Doing yeah, stupid Peace. shit with your knife. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, for for your for the the quality that's involved for the price is absolutely worth it. They're the craftsmen and, of knives. Oh, absolutely. If you remember craftsmen back in yeah. the day. One hundred percent. So Craftsman was a Sears tool. Yeah. Yep. And if you bought Craftsman and anything happened to it, you anything. could send it back and they'd fix it or replace it. Yep. It's the same thing with this one. If if I break the blade, they'll replace the blade. If you know the springs wear out, they'll replace the springs. Um, you can send it to them just to tune it up because you know after a while springs tend to lose yeah. a little bit of their luster. They'll they'll put especially if all you in. do is sit there open and close it, open and close it, open and close it. <laughs> like I do a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, head over to uh, let's see if I can find that link. I lost it. It's ravencresttactical.com. Ravencresttactical.com forward slash. I lost it. Hold on. Or you can go to our website and yeah, you, find the link there. You can go to our website, find the link there. You can also go to our social medias and find it on X as well as so Instagram it's, and Facebook. So it's ravencresttactical.com forward slash. R-E-F forward slash 628 forward slash. So, yeah, head over, take a look. You don't have to buy anything if you don't want to. If you do, great. You know, but take a look. at They've got some amazing stuff. And mostly it's knives. They do have a couple of other products that are pretty cool. Uh, Plus, they've also got a cool payment program through Sezzle, I think. Yeah. So if, you know. You can customize these too, right? Oh, absolutely. So you can buy their standard 
type of, of knife, or you can go in and customize and make a knife completely all your own. They have different colors, different Cerakote colors, different coatings, uh, different blades. Like you can completely customize. You can awesome. even, you can even get your blade uh, laser engraved. Nice. Oh. With, with up to, I think it's 25 characters. So, so I'm looking this looks like that would be a good thing to either add to your daily carry if you need or want. I would make or it Or you daily. could put it into a survival pack as well. I know you should have the red one that you have has the, the window breaker on it. Um, oh. They all come a, with that, huh? Yeah. Okay. So when they come with that, that's yeah. a good thing to have in your car in Absolutely. case of a situation. Yep. Absolutely. Plus, it's got a bottle opener on the red one. But oh, nice. The red one's pretty cool. The red one was a, a um, limited edition um, January 6th model. <laughs> it's, a, it's a red knife. It says, Make America Great Again. And uh, they released it on January 6th of 2021. And That's they only awesome. sold it for that day. And I, I had to get it. Well, I don't blame I you. I get it. I think so, I yeah. want one that says "We the People" on the blade. They have those. I'm sure. They I don't do. know about the on the blade, but you can put it on there. So yeah, just make sure to you know go to the website, take a look at it, just peek around. Uh, if you didn't get the website uh, written down, head to our socials. It'll be on. I know it's on Instagram and on Facebook, and it is on X. And it's Karen is telling us it is on the website. So head it's over and uh, check all that stuff out. This was a an interesting episode. I liked it. I did too. It's informative and thank you, Karen. Very much so. Thank you. Sorry, um, I went so long. No, I'm not. We love to talk about the cool part is we talked a little politics, a little bit. And then we talked real life. Yes. The sad part is, is politics is more and more becoming real life. It is, unfortunately. It. Yeah. Oh, this week is finally done. Yes, sir. Sort of. You need to rest. I do need to rest. This this cold is kicking my ass. It looks like it. Yeah. yeah. My voice isn't fading as much anymore, so that's good. Have a great weekend. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. And we are the Unrefined Guys. Yeah.